0: And I'm Cassie.
1: And we are The, the Thrifty, thrifty Couple. Couple
0: from the thethriftycouple.com.
1: And we are the authors of the new book, The 2% Rule to Get Debt-Free Fast, as well as the company and workbook, The 2% Rule to Get Debt-Free Fast Workbook.
0: Yes, and you can find The 2% Rule to Get Debt-Free Fast on Amazon, Barnes Noble, wherever books are sold. And you could also find the workbook on our website and on amazon.com.
1: Well, first, I think we need to discuss and say a huge thank you to everyone that has downloaded our first episode.
0: Yes, that was a great uh, I can't
1: believe release. it. Great release.
0: It was awesome.
1: We've had a huge number of downloads. Uh, we're getting some great comments. We're getting great encouragement and we are just so thankful to hear that people are enjoying and that it's resonating with people as well. Yes.
0: Yes. It's just amazing to hear the stories, um, that people are coming with their questions that they have and just how they're seeking hope. And it's awesome because that's why we do what we do is to provide hope and provide encouragement.
1: So just to give a reminder. So we have kind of a, um, you know, in fact, we didn't even talk about the two percent tip for today, so we, we better didn't. come up with that before yes, yes. before we do. Yeah,
0: I was just getting ready to say before we hopped on to record our podcast, we were kind of trying to make a script or trying to make notes, but you know we're not a note kind of people, and we after about ten minutes of trying to say well we should say this and we should say that, <laughs> we just looked at each other and said, if we do that, we're gonna bomb it let's just be spontaneous let's just be who we are so uh yeah you're saying
1: we should just go ahead and bomb it without notes
0: yeah bomb it without notes (laughs) (laughs) because then at least we have an excuse right
1: yeah so a reminder (laughs) what we're looking at we're trying to record and keep these to 30 minute chunks yes and so our goal is to try to cover um the topic in 30 minutes. Okay. And I think this next one is going to be a big topic. So I think we're probably going to break this over two yeah, episodes. I
0: think it's probably going to need at least two episodes. So, yeah. And so that brings us to today's topic. And we thought this would be really important for episode number two and episode number three, as it's going to turn out. And that is why people get in debt, the reasons mm. why people get in debt. And this is a really important. Um, Topic to address. Um, you know, what are some of the reasons that you think it's important to address this topic?
1: Well, you know, I think we're going to, you know, it's not just going to be a list. It's going to be. It's not even going to be an exhaustive list. It's going to be a huge list. Let's not get. Let's not uh, lie about that. Yeah. Because there are so many reasons. Yes. But you know, I think there's going to be a, a multi-fold, multifaceted reason. You know, one, it's just already going to be an uphill battle for us to try you know, for people to pay off their debt. Yeah. It's already going to be a struggle. And, you know, if we don't understand the reasons why we got there in the first place, then it's going to be that much harder to, one, get out, but two... To stay out as well yeah
0: yeah exactly you don't want to go through the process of paying off your debt because it is a process I mean even with our 2% rule we try to make it as easy um, and as possible as possible mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's still work it still requires effort so you don't want to go through all of that just to continue in the same patterns and the same issues and so we really think it's important to identify the reasons why you personally get into debt. And so we actually have a list. And so those are actually the notes we did take is a list of reasons that people get into debt. And we collected um, these reasons and how many did we end up well, um, we, have, collecting.
1: we only have 33. Is that 33 enough?
0: 33 reasons. I don't know. Is that enough? <laughs> these are 33 reasons that um, people have gotten into debt. And we got these answers from polling our readers on our website, polling our readers from our social media, um, people that we've talked to personally, comments and emails that people have given us, plus our own reasons. So mm-hmm. a handful of these are our own reasons why we got into debt. And it made a list of 33. So it's obviously a very big topic. It's also very broad that there are so many reasons. You can't just say it's, Credit card debt, you know, and you can't just say that credit card debt, you know, because of just one specific reason. I mean, there's so many reasons people have credit card debt, but then you got student loan debt, a whole kinds of things. I won't go through the list yet. Not yet.
1: So, (laughs) and I think that's something we want to talk about is one thing is, you know, it's not going to be one simple reason for everybody. No, no, it's probably
0: multiple. It's going to be multiple reasons. And we really,
1: we really hope as we go through this, that, you know, as we discuss the reason itself, as we maybe do more of a deep dive as we go through after we go through the full list, yeah, uh, that we we really help get those reasons that resonate, yes, with yes. maybe some reasons that you know that you have that you your family struggles with as well, and and talk about some tips and uh, ways to understand that now, yeah, and then also to prepare for it in the future so you don't find yourself um, going back down that path later on.
0: Right. Exactly. So we're going to read this list of 33 reasons. We're not going to go into detail about Mm -hmm. all of them, but over the next couple of episodes, we're going to look at them, a few of them, a little deeper, um, some of the more popular ones. But these are 33 reasons why people are getting into debt. That's right. Okay.
1: I just wanted to make sure we were recording. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. So um, I'll start. I'll be the odd numbers and you can be the even. How's that? Yes, I, I'm you more are a
1: little more odd, so I, I am. think that's perfect.
0: Am. Okay, perfect. So reason, we, these are not in any particular order. We just jotted these down after collecting all the information. Um, okay, you ready? Number okay. one, it all started with the American dream.
1: Boy, ain't that the truth, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, number two, uh, medical debt.
0: Number three, they fell victim to credit card marketing.
1: Number four, this is a big one, not paying attention to what I was doing.
0: Mm, Yeah. Five, a lot of high cost bills happened all at once and I panicked.
1: Number six, emergencies Mm. like your car or anything like that.
0: Yes. Seven, student loans. That's a really big one. That's a high amount one.
1: (laughs) It is a high amount one. And as we go on, we can find out that it's a bigger and bigger issue. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number eight, car loans.
0: Number nine, taxes.
1: Number ten. It's a little bit more um, uh, subjective, but e- the emotional aspect, trying to fill a void.
0: Yes, and that's actually our re- one of our reasons. And we'll sure. get into that later. That's right. <laughs> okay. Eleven. Making excuse to experience life before children.
1: Uh, another big one, huh? Yes. Okay. Number twelve. If the creditors approved us for the loan, then there shouldn't be a reason why we couldn't afford it. Afford it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Thirteen, keeping up appearances of two college graduate professionals.
1: And number fourteen follows right up after that. (laughs) Thinking it was owed to us because we had gone to school and had full-time professional jobs.
0: Yes. Fifteen, not wanting to say no to doing fun things.
1: That's right. Number sixteen, just a sheer lack of communication Mm. in general.
0: Yeah, that's a really big one. Seventeen, it just happened. (laughs) One day they think that they could pay their bills, and the next day they can't, and then all of a sudden they wake up in debt.
1: Right. Number 18, so the problem with having multiple credit cards, if you are a good payer, they will all raise your limit all at once.
0: Mm, Yep, and then you overspend and can't afford it anymore, right? That's right. All right, number 19, not understanding how interest works.
1: Mm -hmm. Number 20, you keep spending as long as that credit card goes through.
0: Or the next one, (laughs) right? Until they all go through or no longer go through. 21, also to not continuously be balancing the checkbook or monitoring the spending. So just not monitoring it.
1: All right. Number 22, we never really checked our credit card statements.
0: Yeah. Okay. 23, a temporary loss of one income long enough to get behind. All
1: right. And number 24 follows up with that. Just a loss of job in general.
0: Yes. 25, divorce.
1: Number 26, poor money management.
0: 27, gambling.
1: 28, lack of savings.
0: 29, just a reduced income, either from your current employer or going from two to one incomes.
1: Number 30, those huge home improvement projects mm. and then the follow-up second mortgage that comes along with it.
0: Yes. 31, travel.
1: 32, at Christmas.
0: Mm, yes. 33, business, going into debt for businesses. So there's your list of 33 reasons that we collected from our readers and from our personal experience. So uh, you might have gone through that list and related to one, two, three, four, or more of those reasons. I know for us, there was actually a handful of them. And so what we're going to start doing now, we're not going to go through all 33 in detail because oh, no. that, that would take <laughs> a long time, especially with how long-winded we are, right? But we thought we would uh, just address a few of them and see how far we get in the remainder of this show, and mm-hmm. then continue it on likely into another show, because it's an important enough topic that we really feel the need to, you know, address this well. So, um, okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about a couple of things here. Um, which one do you want to start with? Should we start with number one? It all starts with the American it, dream. You
1: know, when we- That when seems we, the most appropriate. When we polled the groups, our audience, when we spoke to everyone, it really seems like it. Very generally comes back to that. That's always a huge reason that everyone shares.
0: Yes, yes. So yeah. So when it like that mindset of it all started with the American dream, like the American dream is going to be different for everybody. The American dream is a is an idea. Where where do you think that American dream comes from?
1: You know, I, I I just look back, and we we all see when we grow up, when we have, you know, part of our families, we we just see what our parents are able to accomplish. Yeah. And I don't think. That we always see what our parents did, their sacrifice that they made to be able to get to that point. So you go off, you graduate from high school, maybe someone goes to college, they get married, they start a new family. And they see that and they say, I want this for my family. Yeah. I want want to have this and do even better for my own family. Yeah. And so all of a sudden you start saying, "I, I need to have the cars, we need to have a home to be able to raise our children in. Yeah. We need to have a place where they can start building up memories. And every one of those, you know, reasons that someone puts out there, this is what I had when I was growing up, starts to become that American dream for our own families. But you did again, you didn't see that sacrifice. You don't remember that because you were so young. Yeah. And it's something that you forget. So you, you know, you forget that. But so you decide what we're going to do is let's go get into debt because debt's so easy to get. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get that mortgage. Let's get all the other credit card debt and everything else because we don't want our kids to feel like that they're being left out or that yeah. they don't have what they what we had when we were kids.
0: And we actually address this some in our book, actually, because, you know, we do look at what our parents have at the time that we're teenagers or that we're in college. And I know that for a fact, the house my parents have today is dramatically different than the house that we had when I was a little kid. Right. Um, but we only see what they have now and be like, that's what we want for our family. That's just the parents, but not to mention the rest of the world around us. Your coworkers, I mean, you could have coworkers that are 10, 20 years older than you, but you see what they have. And so its it's all of that and i think our culture just we have a very commercialized culture we do and it they play our the the marketing that's done plays into the emotions of people and they and it works i mean it's super effective so making you think you have to have like these new brand new safe cars to keep your kids safe otherwise you're a bad parent <laughs> Or all this baby equipment that, you know, is top of the line to be a good parent. I mean, just they play off the emotions of of people to obtain that American dream. Like if, you know, you have that American dream if you are doing these things. And so I think that the marketing of products um, does a lot of to play into that American dream as well.
1: You know, I, I think I think that's something that keeps coming back for this reason and some other reasons we have. Is the idea of the emotions when yeah. they play off your emotions? You know, what parent doesn't want to buy the car that's going to be safest for their children?
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, what
1: parent doesn't want to buy the crib that is going to give, you know, or maybe some kind of, or some kind of toy or, yeah. that's going to give their child a step up in the world?
0: Yeah, you know? an educational toy that you know you have to have in order for your child to you know be smart.
1: <laughs> you know, and so as we look at this, and one of the reasons why we wanted to break this down. Is because, you know, we, we said one of our goals was to be able to understand what got us into debt in the first place. Yeah. So that way, as we're paying it off, we don't have that temptation continue to be a struggle for us while we're in the middle of the de- de- debt payoff. Yeah. But then what can we do as well? To when we get that debt paid off, to be able to not let that be a temptation for us to go back into the debt. Because something we share in our book, something we share on our website, everything that we talk about is the idea of trying to get to a sustainable place, whether it be with your finances or whatever else it is, yeah. that you're not, you know, we don't want to just go slash our budget by 80% and then go back to the way we were before. But if we can understand some of the, The why and how we got that we got into debt in the first place, it'll help us get to that point. We can say, you know, what can we do? What actionable steps can we do? What what you know? What ideas and mentality can we have? What mindset? We talk about mindset in the book as well. Can we change so that way we don't go back into that place? Yeah, and social
0: media does not help. Um, I mean, for us, a lot of that American dream was difficult, you know. 15, 16 years ago, but that was before everything was in your face all the time. Now that idea of the American dream, you see your friends going on vacation all the time, traveling the world and buying boats and buying new cars and, you know, all this, it's in your face all the time now. So I think it's even more difficult to deal with now than it has been.
1: That's a really good point because, you know, I saw a study recently where where it said, you know, what do you see on Facebook? Mm, What do you see on Instagram, especially? What do you see on these sites that show the videos? It's you know your friends that are on trips, vacations, that they are showing off their new toys, you know, yeah. whatever else. And they're they're, so they're
0: presenting their best life, their
1: best self, and yeah. so you think to yourself, "This is what I want." Right. And so it makes it very difficult emotionally to say, you know, because people aren't sharing a lot of times their struggles. Right. They're not sharing. Look at the sacrifice we're making now, so we can have something later. Right.
0: They're not showing. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody's doing this because that's why we have a debt problem. But there's probably at least a few people on there that are taking a dream trip, traveling the world. And you're like, wow, I want that. But maybe what you might not know is one of two things. Either they went in massive amounts of debt for it and they're going to be in a lot of emotional turmoil for a while for it. Or they saved for a long time. And that was a reward and, and a treat for them and something that they worked hard to accomplish and pay cash for.
1: So let's talk about the actionable steps. And, you know, I look at this and I say, how can we address this? How can a family look at this, see the reality of the American dream being a huge temptation? And what can we do? And and I think the number one thing that I that uh, the consideration I have is the idea of communication. Yes. Being able to sit down with your family, being able to address this and say, you know, this is one of the reasons we got into debt in the first place. Mm -hmm. This is something we really want for our family. Uh, we have something called our um, our family questionnaire, where we say we sit down and we look at our long term goals, whether it be five years and more, our one year goal, or what goals or whatever else, and say what are our goals that we really want to work towards. Yeah. And now, when you start to structure and say, here are the goals that we want to have five years and more, all of a sudden we realize we can't have it right now. Yeah. We realize that it's something that we're going to work towards, and once we have those goals lined out then all of a sudden we can say, this is what we're working for. Yes. And all of a sudden that becomes our focus. Right. So when we see everything else that's around us, we can start to ignore that more because yeah. we have our goals set. Because so often I think we just let things happen to us. Mm-hmm. But instead, when we become more intentional, when we set those goals, we can get to a point where we say, this is our focus. And if there's anything that's going to distract us, we need to keep each other accountable and make sure we don't go down that path.
0: Yeah. And, and I actually think that um, if, if things like social media or if, if there's magazines, you know, that you get subscriptions to that are feeding into any of that temptation, trying to eliminate or reduce a lot of that, um, because if it's in your face all the time, you know, I think that you make some really good points. But I think it's also trying to reduce your exposure to it
1: mm, yep, um, and, yep.
0: and, and, you know, surround yourself with people that don't do that. You know, right. surround yourself with friends that don't feed into that sort of temptation.
1: So what is that phrase? You are the average of your five closest friends. Sure. And and I think that there's something to be said about that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you need to look at your relationships and find out, is are all my closest relationships based on uh, the American dream and the sure. competition that we can have towards that? Sure. So what can we do to change that or... I hate to say it, but maybe what could we do to change those friendships yeah. to be able to get to a point where we have that more realistic life?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that that's a very deep subject, like what, what the American dream is. And right, we
1: haven't even defined it in full. Right, right.
0: right. And I don't, I don't think that there's necessarily a single solitary definition, um, but I think that it, at least raising the question to allow others to discover what is their idea of an American dream and how to counteract that. I mean, what if we had American dreams of living debt free lives? <laughs> you know, right. you don't very often hear of that being the debt the American dream, <laughs> but you know, we can also change what we perceive to be the American dream. So yeah. That's
1: right. So Okay.
0: So um I thought that maybe we should talk about credit cards for a little bit. What okay. do you think? We yeah, have a few things it. on our let's list that talk about credit cards. Um just because that's like the classic go to debt um, thing is credit card debt. Um, and they, the average American today has $15,000 of credit card debt. Wow. Um, and so our book addresses how much that credit card is costing and it's terrifying how much that credit card debt is costing you. Um, but just saying credit card debt in general doesn't answer the question. There's multiple reasons why people get credit cards, right? And so let's just go through our list and talk about those reasons and try to address, um, some of the, the issues there. Um, But the first one is they got their credit card in the first place because they fell victim to credit card Mm, marketing. That was
1: a huge response, too, on the question. It was a huge
0: response when we polled our readers. Um, They didn't necessarily – they don't – very rarely does somebody, you know, go online and do a Google search. Hey, I want to get a credit card. What's the best thing? You know, that rarely happens. Or or a
1: Google search, how can I get into the most credit card debt fast? Yeah,
0: I don't think that's a very popular Google search. Maybe we should write that book. Yeah. <laughs> right? How to get into credit card debt fast, That's right. <laughs> you know, using the 98% rule. <laughs> so um, anyway, but yes, you know, we get those flyers in our mail and they're super tempting. We see the commercials on television. We see the ads pop up when we're online. Um, it's, it's always there. The credit card marketing and they get smart. I mean, they even call you. We've had credit card companies call us, you know, especially for specific companies, especially for hotels or airlines or whatever. They there's their marketing is really really good. Or even
1: in the store when you you are trying to save as much as you can for Christmas. Oh yes. And you have gone through. You've used your twenty percent off coupon. Yes. You have your ten dollars off ten or more, and they look at you and say. You could just save another 20% if you sign up for our credit card now. Don't worry. You can cancel that credit card at any
0: time. And you can pay it off every single month. You can
1: go pay it off right now if you want to. Yes.
0: Yes. It's funny because I'll just tell this quick little story. But Kohl's is like one of my most favorite stores because the ways to stack the savings at Kohl's is crazy unbelievable. And it's not uncommon for me to go in there and spend a hundred dollars but get a thousand dollars of stuff right between their 80 percent off clearance the 20 percent off coupon the ten dollar off coupon the five dollar reward yes to you rewards um and so at the end of it you know i have four bags of clothing that i just paid 100 bucks for and the gal says we have a great promotion right now and you could save another 30 percent if you do the coolest credit card you know and every time for the last I don't even know how many years, ever since our Kohl's has been here. um, I just say, no, I'm debt free. I'm fine with (laughs) getting all of this for 90% off, but thank you anyway. (laughs) So, um, But I see people in line in front of me, in line behind me, you know, taking extra time to check out because they're getting that credit card right on the spot, especially during the Christmas season. Correct. I mean, when you're right there, that is the prime time for them to market that credit card. So, yes. And then – so you fall victim to the the credit card marketing. So then you get a credit card to a store. Then you get a Visa credit card and then an American Express just because of all of this marketing. But then what happens? Like that's what brings us to our next points, right? Right. Well,
1: all of a sudden, if you've been paying them off very well, if you've been a good payer because you can pay off that minimum balance without much pain – uh, all of a sudden, they decide that they want to raise your credit level Ooh, limit that, for you.
0: That is so nice of that them. It is so nice of them. So we had we, we were approved for eight thousand, and now we get to spend twelve thousand or whatever. But all of a sudden, you have what three, four, five different credit cards. Or we've
1: the, even heard the story from people where maybe not only were they paying the minimum balance or the minimum payment, but they were paying the balance off in full. Yes. So the credit card company actually raised the limit, double their limit, double the limit. You say, wait. Now I can put more on here. And all of a sudden, they started getting further and further behind on paying off that balance, right? Yes,
0: yes. So in our case, like when we talked about falling victim to the credit card marketing, I don't specifically remember how we obtained the credit cards. But I do know that we had a number of them. Um, And I do know that there had come a point which we could barely pay. We had maxed pretty much maxed them, but we were good payers.
1: Well, I remember one of the ways they got to us. Yes. In fact, I bet many of you can listen to it as well. How often do you have this credit card debt and you see you're paying 22, 29.99% interest? And all of a sudden you get this one in the mail that says Zero 0% percent. interest, yes. right? <laughs> yes.
0: Unbalanced transfers. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: In fact, we mentioned this in our book, right? Yes, um,
0: yes. You're right. That was the type of marketing we fell for. So you're right. That's how a couple of our credit cards were obtained.
1: And then we transfer our balance over and Uh we paid off the other balance. But what did we have? We had more extra money, extra money,
0: extra credit cards, extra money. Yes. I, 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 that's exactly what happened. So that was both a case in which it was the marketing. And then we transferred the balance, but it didn't pay it off in full. We just had extra money. We didn't, we just reshuffled the debt to give ourselves more Spending money on credit. Um, Yeah. And so there also came a point in our lives when we had, you know, these half a dozen credit cards that and we were paying them. um, And so in their eyes, we were good paying customers, pretty much paying just the minimum every once in a while, maybe a little bit more. But you and I were at our limit. I mean, we could barely pay what we had but then they started all increasing our balances
1: mm-hmm. and so or then le- our limit
0: our limit sorry yes <laughs> <I> <laughs> we, okay.
1: we increase our balances yes they increase our limits. sorry yes. yes
0: they increased our limits um, and so what that meant is we had extra money and so then all of a sudden you have four or five credit cards that you have a few extra thousand dollars on each and you spend them and then you could barely make the payments before but then what happens you can't make the payments any longer. Right. And it all happens. No, again,
1: way. we want to just remind you guys, we can't cover every aspect. Yeah,
0: yes. But we're yes. just trying
1: to broach the subject and try to come up with a couple of actionable thoughts. Um, so let's talk about that. So okay. with, with family, with those kind of temptations, with all the credit, I mean, there's so many aspects of the credit cards. Yeah. But how about let's specifically attack the one either raising the limits on all of them or the 0% introductory offer uh, for balance transfers. What is a good way to be able to help a family to say, we're going to stop this and we're not going to go back down into this path?
0: Well, I think one of the very first things that we do, like when we get the mail and I see that it's from a credit card company, I don't even open it because I think knowing that there likely is a temptation in there Mm -hmm. um, is the first step. I mean, if you, if you open the envelope, you're already opening the door. You're already slightly tempted, right? Yep. <laughs> you already have a little bit of temptation. um. And so I think just, just cutting, cutting it up or ripping it up rather and tossing it in the garbage is like the very, very first thing. And I also think that acknowledging the fact that you have a issue with debt, if you have any amount of consumer debt, you have an issue with debt.
1: Well, this is, I, I would think, you know, especially when a family is paying off their debt you know, our number one goal our sorry, our number one rule is to not get into debt. Not yes. to get any more not debt. Not to
0: get any more debt. And
1: not to continue to use your current debt. Yes. So yes. essentially cut up those credit cards mm-hmm. and say no more. Yeah. We're not going to use these anymore at this point. Yeah.
0: Right. And and I, I, I don't want to say like a complete halt on, you know, the idea of you know, refinancing your debt in the form of transferring it to other credit cards. And I think we should maybe address that in a different show. Because I think if you decide to try to do that to help you get out of debt, there has to be some very, very specific ground rules, some very specific things that you should do. But as a general rule, if you have a problem with debt and you're still spending, stay away, even from the 0% marketing.
1: Again, and I'll say it quickly here. I don't want to make this a... um you know, this is us saying that we love credit cards or any shape or fashion at all. Yeah. But once we've said before, when a family is able to pay off their debt, when a family is able to be debt free, uh, have that communication, that accountability. You know, there's there's times when having that credit card with those great promotional, maybe sky miles or extra cash back or whatever else, it can make sense. Yeah. For a family to say, we're going to use this and be wise. Use it a like a debit card. Use it like a debit card. Yes. And pay it off every month. But you need to understand that when you're That's in the middle. The,
0: most people are very far from that ability. <laughs> yes.
1: When you're in the middle of either paying off your debt or even after immediately after paying off your debt, yeah. you want to be very careful and stay away from that. Yeah. It's only For after a time, a time that yeah. you've determined that we can have this responsibility and this mm-hmm. self-control that you go back to that. But yeah. up until that point, realizing that this is our temptation and say, we're not going to go here. We're not yeah. going to tempt ourselves Whether it be having the credit card in the first place Mm -hmm. or whether it be even opening those offers like you talked about just a minute ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So looks like we're getting close to coming to our 30-minute time limit on this uh, podcast, I guess part one of why people get in debt or the reasons people get in debt.
1: So now we need to go to our next segment. Let's take a pause our 2% tip. So last week, so we have a 2% tip segment where we talk about our ability to either cut our budget by 2%. uh, Here's a tip for that or how we can increase our income by 2%. Yes. So last week we looked at cutting our budget, starting with the head smack charges. So let's talk about where can we start uh, our 2% tip to bring in extra income?
0: Yes. So just kind of, Along the same lines of the 2% cut, like the head smack charges, um, there's like a head smack way that people can bring in extra income that very first month, two or three. Um, and that is, it's, it also has a side benefit of getting your house cleaned out. <laughs> um, and so, what I, what I mean by that, one of the great places to start is like with items that are in your own home. Mm. You know, you don't have to necessarily go out and, and get a job. Like, you know, we started delivering newspapers early on. We're not saying you have to do things like that, that helped us dramatically. Dramatically because it was four hundred extra dollars a month, but another great place um, when when our in our journey after we delivered newspapers to get us out of that rut, I wanted to start selling on eBay, and so I started by things with our home so I could fund that by finding things around our home. And I'm not saying you have to go and find things around your home to start an eBay business. I'm not <laughs> saying that. However, we found several two percent increases in just the stuff around our home. And well, you know what
1: was funny is we. It took a lot of buying to be able to get to the point where we yeah. were in one hundred and eight thousand dollars of right. consumer debt. Right. So we actually had quite a few things that we could turn around and sell.
0: We did. And and we were just storing to, it. We were just storing it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so, I mean, this could be anything from electronics. Um, there are so many people that are hanging on to cell phones, smartphones, um, all different kinds of iPads and tablets, if you collected those ones that you're not using, because we get those upgrades from our cell phone companies, you know, you can easily Get two, three, four months worth of 2% cuts. I mean, one of the phones that we ended up selling, we were able to get 60 bucks out of. Um, And so just that alone is like a one month increase. And that was just from one smartphone from, you know, that we had laying around after an upgrade. And so um, I think that's a great place to start is with those electronics first, because they're a fast, high payout. The other area is games, movies textbooks. If textbooks you have textbooks, yes. those are high value books. Um, regular books. It's really, really easy to sell those back to Amazon. Amazon ha- provides a way that you can just uh, use the app on their fo- on your phone. I mean,
1: it's so easy too uh, it's, as well. It's,
0: they send you the shipping label. I mean, it's like a total no-brainer. Well, not only
1: that, but to be able to go in and find out what it's worth. You yeah. just scan it with the app. Yeah. And it tells you here's how much that they'll pay you if you send it into us.
0: I know it's ridiculous. For, for and, they
1: that you send it into them for free,
0: right? And what's great about this is we, you know, you can start with things like that in your home, but what my dad has done and what others have done and what we have done is we go to the thrift stores, the gar- like garage sales and yard sales and estate sales. We have that app on our phone. We can find old books and scam them. We can find um, video games and DVDs and movies and they're selling it at a garage sale for 50 cents and you turn around, scan it. You see that Amazon will buy it back from you for seven bucks. And it becomes just like a fun game. You're like, well, I'm going to buy this for 50 cents and make a six fifty 50 profit. Um, and my dad has been doing that for quite a while. Ever since we introduced him to the Amazon thing, he started doing that. So that's just one. I, we could go on about this forever. And I know I need to cut the time short now.
1: Well, so. I, well I love this 2% tip because this is one place where everyone, everyone. can yes. start.
0: Yes. Everyone. so,
1: all right. Well, we want to say thank you guys so very much for joining us today. Uh, again, this is part one. So be, stay with us and look for part two. It's going to be released next week as well. And uh, we want to say thank you so much for the awesome feedback that we've heard. Thank you for the emails we've been encouraged by. But we would request go out to iTunes and leave a comment on there. Uh, you know, It really helps to be able to get this out in front of more people to try to be able to be a tool or resource to help more families because that's really our goal is to try to get the message of hope and encouragement that there really is a way out of that debt so yes you know remember as well you can find this podcast anywhere a podcast can be found uh whether it be on itunes google play stitcher you name it or your favorite podcast uh resource uh go out there and you should be able to find it as well
0: all All right. right thanks everybody thank
1: you everybody we'll catch up with you guys next week